We're back after a much, much anticipated World Cup holiday, holiday season. season. We got everything going. It's your boy Marco here, finally back from eating some nice panettone and opening up all those merry, merry Christmas gifts. I got Galano, Mike, and Rocco on the pod today. Julio is again missing because for some reason he can't come on for an hour, but it's neither here nor there. Uh, guys, how are we feeling? How's everyone doing? I'm going to start the pod with a big question here. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Oh, come in. Hot. All right. Jesus. All right. What do we got? It. Panettone or Pandora? What, what type of Panettone? With the dried fruit or with the chocolate? Yeah, just look like the classic. Oh, Pandoro. I'm yeah, not a huge... Fruit. Yeah, I, think I think I'm uh, Pandoro. I really don't like either one, to be honest. I've never been a fan of either. Oh. Are you even Italian? Like, why, uh, are you, why are you in my house? What are you doing? But, you know, jokes aside, sweets aside, you know, Serie A has finally commenced again. And now we officially reached the midway point, right? It's at, uh, is it 18 or 19 games now? How many have they played? I think it's 18. So we're through 17 next weekend is match day eight. Okay. So we're not even halfway there yet, which is really nice. Napoli are calculated winter champion so far, but. Coming up in second place, like Galano predicted, the evil that they are would come to roost. I blame Mike for this. Is Juve. So I got to go to Rocco on this, you know, because he is, he has the closest affinity why? towards Juve than all of us. I don't know why you would ask me something about Juventus, but okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, I know your past. I know, I know where you're <laughs> capable of what you've done. We're missing, so. we're missing Grinta, Grinta, Grinta today. Don't say it too loud. Yeah. He might show up. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but, you know. Up. What do you got? Rocco, I want I want to know what you're thinking about the, these games recently with Juve, and obviously it's not just to Rocco, but to the pod. But you know, what are you thinking about these last? They're what seven unbeaten now, and I think they're all clean sheets. So yeah. there's yeah. there's got to be some good stuff coming. Up, I think there's some crazy thing. I think they have more clean sheets now than they did last season, or like they're one off of what they had all of last season, something like that. Uh, I don't know. They're playing like a big Allegri team. Uh, Led by their star striker Dusan Vlaovic. Uh, no, wait. Star he, striker? You mean switch. center back? Where is that guy? Where is he? Terrible. Uh, don't get me started on this because everyone said Dybala's glass the whole time. I haven't seen Vlaovic in months. Don't know where he is. He's with his backup goalie's wife somewhere. I don't know. Um, but they're getting wins, and they're getting wins and playing poorly. So maybe you think if they can start playing well, something could. That can happen, but I think at this point, officially, it's like I think they are, they are contenders now, and it's like, uh, Gas is just getting back, so that'll be a boost once he's sort of, I guess, firing all cylinders, and they got some dude, Pogba, who's not played at all. We'll see. I think I think how Pogba plays when he gets back could be like pretty significant in how the season turns out for them. Like if he's actually Pogba from his first stint at Juve. It goes a long way in, in helping them catch Napoli and win the Scudetto. But if he is a bum, uh, then obviously it's, it's just going to hurt. Wait, him. can uh, we... I don't know. What do you guys think about if he If he's a bum, can we trade Mark Pog bum? Pog <laughs> hey, bum would be pretty good. Hey, man. You know? Well, they, the creativity. Crypti is flying off my head right now. They haven't looked good at all. So that's why, like, where everyone's like, oh, yeah. are they a contender? I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, no, they're not because they keep <laughs> scoring like 87th minute lucky goals 
Um, yeah, but sometimes maybe... scoring late is really effective and impressive and cool. <laughs> when you score in the ninth <laughs> minute, we'll get to that later. No, I mean that's beautiful. <laughs> but when you're Juventus and you're doing it against like Udinese, and like don't knock on Udinese, they're having a good season, but. I don't know. Like, I'm not convinced by this streak. You know, this is like the most unimpressive seven unbeaten games I've ever seen. It's it's just been mediocre, allegri, cortomuso nonsense. I don't buy it. I think that they'd need Pogba to come back in at like Pogba peak in order to catch Napoli. But that's it'll be interesting because there something's going to change. I think in this in this January window because. There's so many rumors about McKinney going uh, because I guess they can actually make a profit on him. And Rabio with his scorching World Cup form, like if they can't agree to a contract, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if they sell him. It's hard. How do you how do you keep him? Like he was way overpaid, right? And then he's been on insane form for the last two months, whatever. And now it's like you actually would have to give him more money to keep him. So it might be like in their best interest to, to sell him for some small profit now as opposed to giving him like 9 million euro a season or something absolutely insane. You know it's crazy when like he's on insane form and we're wondering maybe he is kind of living up to the contract that he had, right? Like he, he that that's right, how right, ridiculous right. that yeah, contract is. His contract was. is looking like a little <laughs> cheaper than what his market value would be because right now they're saying that he You've offered, I think, it was seven and a half mil a year. That's ridiculous. And he wants ten. That's ridiculous. Wait, is that that's a pay cut? I think seven and a half. Is he on like eight million or something? I think yeah. he's yeah. on. Yeah, it's a pay cut, and I mean, like that's why you got him in the first place. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's like as in they didn't have to. Meanwhile, we're pinching so. pennies over. Yeah, got out that whole time when Apparently Rocco was talking about it. Seven now. Yeah, when Galan <laughs> was just shaking his head. What, what, what do you feel? No, it's just. I, there's so many things pointing in the direction of Juve winning Serie A this year. Oh God! <laughs> I'm just, it, it just, I, I am, they're on a streak of seven games where they don't look convincing. And I said, and to be honest, I felt the exact same way about Milan last year. Like Milan went on a streak where, like, they, I thought they were going to lose almost like you six thought, you thought it had to end at some. point. I was like, it had to end at some point, and yeah. it didn't. And nothing is telling me that. It's going to change. And it, if anything, Juve is going to be stronger moving forward once they get Kesa. I, I, like, look, look, I'll say this, right? Like, Juve is going to be stronger if they have Kesa back or if they have Pogba back. On Friday, tomorrow, they play Napoli. If Napoli wins, they're 10 points clear of Juve. And I think that that kills Juve's chances for the Scudetto if they get the win. But so, so that's they where win, I'm going to Napoli wins tomorrow. So you're saying if Napoli wins tomorrow... It's over. Napoli's winning. A 100% guarantee if Napoli wins. Don't tomorrow, do this, Mike. Don't do this, Mike. Don't. Mike. Wow. Mike. Mike. You put 100% on Juve never being ahead of Milan in the Serie A standings. And yeah, where do we stand today? They're tied, and Milan is a bunch of fucking farmers. You said, quote, there won't be a point this season where Milan's looking up at Juve in the standings. And here we are. Whatever. You can't say direct quote and make up a fabricated quote. You're a lawyer. You should know this. Yeah, whatever. Napoli wins. 
Juve, Juve can still get Champions League, sure. Like, that's Wait, an open race. Juve? If Napoli wins, do they have the... Score? I think if Napoli... Yeah, by that argument, they have to... I don't think to... that it's locked, because I think... Milan, I mean, Milan is seven points back. And yeah, they're tied. They're tied on points. I know they're tied in points. There's still, there's still a lot of ground to cover for Milan. Um, I wouldn't say Milan's out of the race, <clears> but I'd say 10 points. I mean, talking about Napoli losing three times and drawing and Juve making up max points on all of those occasions. Like, that just, it seems too extreme Well, all, also, as, as, go ahead, Jenny. we have, again, we're not even in the second half of the season yet, so Napoli have to replay all the big teams, which is another game against Juve. But so is Juve. And also, you have all, you basically have, I think it's an estimated around 60 points thereabouts to to play for the rest of the season. You're telling me from what we saw last year, Napoli aren't capable of a minor collapse? You know? Like But it, it's not just the Napoli collapse, right? Like Juve has to like they have to be plus ten on Napoli. And I don't see Napoli being so bad that they drop like you know, I, I like they're not gonna lose six out of eighteen, right? I don't think that that's gonna happen. And I'm not trying to jinx Napoli like I just think that they're too good for that to happen. Let's be honest. The most likely scenario tomorrow is that's gonna it's gonna be a draw. Yeah, right. I'm like UA, UA, this is guy Juve draw over and over. Where's the game? Uh, I think it's in Napoli. I can tell you right now. J J J J J. Stadium Worldwide. Apologies, it's in Naples. Yeah. No, yo, I I don't know. We'll get into match tricks, but I don't know. I got a feeling about this one. Listen, I, I understand that you know ten points is seems insurmountable, right? But you're telling me, okay, what's more likely? Juve improves upon the points that they got in the first half of the year, uh, in terms of, like in the second half of the year they're going to get more points than they did in the first year, first half, or Napoli is going to get less. Uh, is going to hold. That, that, that's a good way to put it, honestly. And like, I guess, like the most likely scenario in that world. Like, you know, like of those two situations is that Juve improves more than Napoli, you know, covers. But like, do you see that? I don't know. Like, do you see Juve, especially if they make moves in the market to like get rid of assets, which just seems like that's part of what they're considering, right? Like we spoke about it before, but McKinney might be on the move. Rabio might be on the move. Would they lose those two guys? I mean, like those are that's big hits right now. Both of those guys are playing really well. True, but I don't. I would also well, say. McKinney, I think. Honestly, good, good. I, don't know, I was, was going to say between the two teams, McKinney. Napoli has been significantly healthier than Juve. So, yeah. I, first of all, the the gap. I mean, you, Juve's not going to be ten points away from Napoli in the second half of the season. That's that's going to shrink no matter what. But if if Napoli gets like one bad injury, especially at the back, that could be real bad. That could be real bad. I'm not counting out of Juve. Even at ten points, I'm not sneezing. I'm not that. either. I'm not either. Like, I guaranteed it. So <laughs> it's gonna happen now. So, so in that case, who who, who do you think would finish above them? Finish above who? Juve. Not oh, Juve. Yeah, Mike. I'm just directed at Mike. And besides, I'm obviously, sorry, I'm sorry. Are you saying like who do I think will will finish above Juve? Yeah, I'm saying if you don't think Juve will... Are you I, saying Juve I won't be in second? Milan and Napoli finish above Juve. Okay. I think in any scenario, both of those teams finish above Juve. Yeah. I just... And look, the thing is, is it's like we're sitting here and we're like, 
Pogba's back. Pogba's back. And it's like, no one's seen this guy Pogba. play in, in you know, like, what is it, eight months or something like that now? He, he could he be great. Bangers. But is he, like, is he going to come back and is he going to start Pog booming all over the place? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Pog booming. Um, I think, honestly, like, yeah, I just sort of real quick last thought because you mentioned transfers i don't think mckinney leaving would have that material of an impact on them i think like i don't think he's in their best 11 and especially when Pogba's back i don't think he's in their best 11 so he's more of an off the bench piece anyway i think he, he doesn't really i still don't think he does anything that well you know like i like mckinney but I, like i don't know what he does what, what i should say is i don't know what he does better than really any of the other three guys that are sort of ahead of him in Locatelli, Pogba, and, and Rabia. But if Rabio goes and McKinney goes, yeah, they are a little, like, a little thin in the midfield. Really quickly, and this is the last point I'll make on Juve before I, like, I'm good to move on and I've, I've said my piece and what <laughs> I think of them. Like, you know, back to Guy's point about, like, Napoli being one injury away, I feel the same way about Juve's back line. They're one Rugani coming back into the lineup from being. How terrible. dare you? Oh, you can't do that how to dare, Rock. How <laughs> dare you? Or Bonucci. I mean, Bonucci sucks. Bonucci like, is currently out hurt, right? Yeah, he's not been playing. They lined up last week with a back three of Danilo, Rugani, and Alexandro. Pretty much the best back three in history. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if Bremer goes down for a significant amount of time, that's a huge problem for you, that, but. Uh, and if they if they just start playing Bonucci again because Bonucci comes back, that is a problem because he has not been it's like good. It's, it's, it's subtraction by addition. Yeah, you don't usually see it. I mean, wait, could... real quick before we move on from Juve, I sent this in the group yesterday. Someone on like Bleacher Report was like, I think if Juve gets an offer from like from like Manchester United of a hundred million plus for Vlaovic, they'll sell. Like who would ever like who would pay what Juve paid for Vlaovic? Today. The English clubs. I, I, yeah, about to say. <laughs> I, I give you three English <laughs> clubs, of, one being Arsenal, that would pay for that. Yeah. All of England. Okay, but like who who actually cares about money would do that? Like, True. Do you think he's worth 70 million euro today? Inter wouldn't even would, offer pennies I, for I that I wouldn't guy. even trade a marble red cigarette for that guy. You know? That guy. Marble red gives you more of a buzz than that guy playing on a soccer field. Let me tell you that much. Um... Wow. Nice little negative mic. Positive. Milik, Milik has been the better striker. Then. Moise King has Milik been the better striker. And true. I'm big, Mo- big Moise King. So. King's actually been pretty good on this streak. Like, he's been reliable for goals. Our only hope More is a point deduction. More than you can say about Dusan when you take Jock Bonaventura away from him. Our only hope is a point deduction. <laughs> That's what I'm banking <laughs> on. That's what I'm banking on. Come uh, on. Who are we moving on to next? Are we going we're gonna we're gonna go Milan next. I got yeah. Mike. I gotta get your thoughts on what's been going on with with your beloved Milan. Collapse against Roma. Give us a hundred percent. Give us a hundred percent something. Die die die. Um. All right, so that game was weird because Milan dominated the game for 83 minutes. Mm-hmm. They were the better team. But, like, looking back at that game, they didn't do anything particularly well. Like, Roma just kind of let them possess the ball, and aside from the two chances that they created, like the second goal from Povega coming after Roma started pressing and got caught out, but – 
I think you need to be more dev. You need to be just devastating when you have the ball for 70% possession. Otherwise, like, what's the point of it? You know, and that's exactly what we saw happen. Like Milan held a lot of the ball. It was nice to watch for a bit. And then they get caught out by the tallest team in Serie A on two set pieces. Yeah. Like that's the reality of what happened. I think that as much as people want to be like, they played well, they played well. I don't think that they played exceptionally well. If they played well with that much possession, they would have had more goals. Um, I think and then I think that's good. I was no, trying to make a point about Milan not playing as well as it seems. So they have like 40 or 60% possession I'm seeing, right? But I saw some stat, and I can't find it right now, that said that it was, I don't know, like the third or fourth or some, I don't know what time it was, but like Roma kept Milan to like under one expected goal. So it's like Milan didn't create a ton of chances in this game. They got two goals, not as like dramatically as as Roma got two goals on their only two good chances. But like I don't think like I don't think they did anything that you're like oh wow, like Milan, like it's I, a total shocker that they didn't get three points in this game. They were they were fine. And just to go off of like exactly what you said there, Milan defensively was bad. If you, like sure like. And, like, this is one thing, right, in soccer. Holding the ball is a form of defense because, like, you just can't score if you don't have the ball. Yeah. But the minute that Roma had two real opportunities, Milan blew it. Have you guys watched, like, any of the uh, any of the footage showing the blown coverage on those goals? It's miserable. Oh, yeah. They're, they're open yeah. headers. Yeah, the thing is, like, like you said, watching... they're – sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I was watching um... – Italian football TV, right? Is that uh, Marco yes, Yeah. Oh, yeah. And his uncle or whatever, that's the older dude's his uncle, right? He was saying that it's if if Magnan was playing, that it wouldn't have been a goal. And then Tatarusanu should have scored or should have, should have saved one. And everyone thought that was a little harsh on Tatarusanu, <clears> but they were also all like, Magnan would have saved the one when he was on the floor. And I'm like, I don't know, man. No, uh, no that, it, it's on the backs. Yeah, it's on the backs because as as at least as, as a defender, one, there shouldn't be any space between you and your man once the ball is about to be kicked. That's one. Two, we've seen it on multiple replays that there's a lot of holding and a lot of physicality that goes on in the box. The fact there was no physicality with, like Mike said, the tallest Serie A team makes absolutely no sense. And I don't know who was guarding um, Ibanez, but you should know that one of, one of Ibanez's only good traits is that he's good aerially. That's the only thing, is one of the very few things he's good at. You give him a free header and you don't see Tomori or Kalulu or anyone else of bigger frame go up to him in a header. Like, that makes no sense at all. And it also, like, Calabria, I think, on the way to the second goal to the corner kick, had, like, a terrible pass, or I might be I yeah. might be misremembering games here, but he had a terrible attempt at a pass that led to the counterattack from Roma to get that corner that got the second goal. So it's like, you have all these things that are coming up together. It's like, the... I'm not saying I'm not gonna say that they are mentally fragile, but that was a moment of mental fragility where it's like you drop that focus and it cost you two very important points in Serie A with not be dropping on that same weekend. And then I yeah, so I mean that that's the big thing, right? Yeah. And that's what I was gonna say is like Milan's been playing catch up and now they gave Napoli points. Yeah. Um, but I think like turning it to the other side and like looking at Roma now. Um, My boy's I trash. Like, Called it again. Uh, Terrible performance again. Who? 
Mancini. Think so? I think oh. that this might be the best way for Roma to play against the bigger teams. It, well, it's more, it, if you look at Mourinho's historical teams, this is more of how he used to play better Agreed. teams. So, yeah, I think that, you know, Galano may not agree with this, but he does have actually a good back line to do this with. He's got one good player. He's got a few. No, they're all bad. There he goes. He's got no, it. No. Oh, that whole back line. Smalling is the only good defender okay. in that whole Roma back okay, line. Okay, can I, can I divulge a little bit? Okay, here? if you're about to tell me Banyas and Mancini are, are worthy defenders, you're they're worthy mind. for this purpose. When you go in such a block, teams that are trying to break the block get very frustrated. When they get very frustrated, they kick it out to the wings and the wings get crossed in to cause some type of chaos. Sure. When you're the tallest team in Serie A, okay, so this is, they, I'm, that's what I'm saying. For that purpose, they serve. A I good would rather have who's the guy that that Man United just signed, Weghorst, yeah. like a really tall striker. I'd rather have him play center back than Mancini or or what's his name, um, Ibanez. Uh, Ibanez. I would I would much rather have a a guy who's never defended in his life, and just because he's fucking tall, I'd much rather have him at center back than either of those two, either of those two. Ibanez, I've never seen mental lapses from a center back that plays in Serie A like that. He is ridiculous. You said, you said, I was about to say me, then you said play in Serie A. So. What? what no, he just he just can't control his hands. Yeah, Delict has just got wild hands. He's got he's got he has permanent jazz hands. Delict has permanent jazz hands. I don't get it. No. No, Man- Mancini and Mancini's just like a wannabe tough guy. I've never liked him. I've always thought he's been overrated. He's part of the Gasparini, like I'll sell you for like a hundred million, but you're worth ten, right? Like Mancini's another trash player. He he's not worthy of the Serie. A. He's not worthy of the of the Azzurri colors. I I wouldn't have him any near my team, and I don't want and oh god, no, absolutely not. Smalling keeps that back line together. Did you did, really quick side note on Smalling? Rocco and Mike, did you guys hear him say diet on the... I did. It was awesome. <laughs> it was amazing. I saw the, I saw the highlight amazing. and I heard the diet. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. I was like, Mike and Rocco. This, we, this... Actually, we, we, rewind, we rewinded yeah. it back to hear it a second time. Of course. Of course. But no, yeah. He, he Also, do you know Mourinho sent Carsdor basically away? Yeah, he, yeah, that was that was bad. because he realized he's a fucking he scrub. Like they're they're both scrubs. He blamed the loss on after, him or the draw on him. What he did, he can't let him back. It's got to be over. Yeah, because man, because what's it called? Mourinho knows when he's got good players, and that guy's trash. Where is he now? Someone tell me where he I is. I think he's still in Turkey no, or something. I think he's still on Roma, but they haven't like got the logistics Carter. out. Like, good, yeah. take him. Perfect. He's a perfect Juve I player. Think Monza wants him, man. Like, where is this guy going? Wants trash. Wants Pure trash. Said yeah. I, I, I this about Roma. Uh, I don't know if anyone watched Kobe Italia today. So, uh, I uh, saw they won. I one saw Dybala did a celebration with a hat on. Any, I just think I don't know the last time I saw a team in Italy that's so dependent on one dude. Like I can tell you, you ever know. watch Juventus with Cristiano Ronaldo? <laughs> <laughs> or what's it called? The, or no, Milan with, with Leao? Leao yeah. Leao is literally the only guy that does anything. I guess so, but like, but I don't know. I feel like those teams are better around them. I just think that like without DiBala, like there's they, they they had to bring in DiBala to beat a second division team today. Like whoa, whoa, that's a team with nine Scudetti. All right, <laughs> and they have my boy Stefano Sturaro. Wow, them. and yeah. I think Gilardino is their coach. Wow, so that's just star-studded. Cool. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough going for Roma. I'm I'm so anti Roma. I want I love I love Mourinho. I have a special he has a special place in my heart. I like Tammy, like Dybala. If you told me Roma has to suffer for a year to realize that they have you know horrible defenders and sell them all, I would take it. They have more likable players than unlikable players, though. Like you already routed off two. You forgot Pellegrini. I don't know. They have Zaniolo. And they have Zaniolo. Oh my god! They also have Spina though. They also have Spinazzola, okay, yeah. who you keep wanting to be in our Italian I love, men's I love Spinazzola so much. So they have four likable players. They have four likable players. And three unlikable. And they just have so much trash all around. Whatever. I, I got to say this. Zaniolo, I'm tired. I'm, I'm done waiting. He's just nothing. Like, he's just big. What could have been with those two ACL injuries? No, he's still an asshole. He was an asshole then. He's an asshole oh, now. I don't even think it's that. Like, I don't think that it's physically uh-huh. that's his problem. Like, Dude will wind up in all these great spots and just absolutely blow it on the finish like four times a game. Yeah, yeah you I, say this, but then more so I'd rather have Zakanyi. Like I'd rather have Zakanyi. I was high on Zakanyi. You guys all laughed at me. I'd rather have Zakanyi. Screw that guy. Oh, God. Damn. I got so much Speaking hate. of 2-2 yeah. draws. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, man. My team Berlusconi. Berlusconi, baby. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Did you guys see the video of Agnelli celebrating? Galliani. Galliani. That's what I meant. Sorry. I knew I, when I said it, I knew I messed up. Yeah. Do you see him celebrating? Yeah. He actually had, I have to say, he had a very heartwarming story the about condor? it. What? What? The Condor. That's his nickname. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear what you but said. Yeah, he, had, he had a heartwarming <laughs> uh, story about why he celebrated so much. He said that. When he was younger, he was, I think, from Monza, around the town of Monza. And he would always, I think his mom or his dad would always take him to the games to watch it. And he always hated it in there. Of course he did. Naturally. Yeah. So he said the fact that we were we were down and came back against Inter <laughs> of all teams, I had, it was just joy and passion all wrapped it in is, one. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. What's it, the point of having VAR if you don't let that play go on? It's ridiculous. It's. It reminded me of uh, last year with Milan and the the advantage play that they didn't give. Um, was oh, it with the Messias. Yeah, yeah, it was Messias's rocket. Uh, listen, they they uh, Inzaghi said it. He goes, "We give up." We, I think they have the worst goal. Dif- they have they they have the worst defense. Best. I'm sorry. They have the worst road defense in Serie. A. No team gives up like more goals on the road than than uh, at least of the top five teams than, than Inter. It's like they they just they just choke it away every single time. I was watching it here. I, I was like, you know what? It's the 65th I, minute. I, I, <laughs> and I was like, I was the 65th minute. They're up 2-1. I was like, they're going to fucking was, choke this. I was, I was really in my room playing on my Switch. And all of a sudden, it's, I was like, oh, it's like 4.50. The game is almost over. The game's about to end. I hear... I fucking knew it. And he just, he just like, he, he there goes, every time I put my confidence in this team, they grab my heart and put it 10 feet under. This is, I'm enough. Enough. I was so upset. I was going ballistic. I was upset. I was very it was upset. So, I, was, I was dying alive. I had to pause whatever I was doing. Talking about, you know, if you have possession, you know, they can't score. Did anyone see that corner play that was supposed to go to Lukaku down the sideline? And oh, his, and then his first touch. Marco, you and I would have would have had a better touch. Mike and Rocco would have well, had a better so touch. Well, so what's funny is what's funny is that that was his one of that was like part of his criticism in England was that his first touch was so shit. Yeah, it was his first. He's touch. been so bad. Well, so, he's been so bad since he's come back from injury. I'm gonna, and now he's hurt again. I'm, I'm going to push back on it because in the Napoli game he did look really good. 
but like again, I can't stay on the field. Yeah, he's hurt again. Him, him being hurt is is not great. But I don't know, man. I, I'm a part of me is just like you know what it was great the first time around, but the second time it's like. It's. I didn't think I'd rather have Marcus Taram, but he's going somewhere else, and Inter can't spend money on anybody, so we can't even. Apparently, we're like five hundred thousand apart with us in Skriniar, and we're not going to budge, so we'll just lose our future captain. It's fine. Yeah, your current captain. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's our current yeah. captain. That that's cool. That's just all great. You're gonna probably lose Badella soon too. Yeah. No. It's it's all yeah. fun on this. You know. Good times. Have they made any indication no. of any resolution? Because nope. nope. Zang doesn't want to sell, right? Nope. He wants a billion. For what? What are the what? A who in their right mind? A decrepit who in their right mind would pay a billion for that shit? Yeah, you'll have a decrepit Sancito that you share, and Trash. you have a logo that looks like it's come out Fucking of a children's looks like book. Like a sponge that field. It's awful. Yeah, awful. I got nothing nice to say today, <laughs> except for Milan, who I love so much, and Kaká, real good. <laughs> he got to play. Uh, he got to play a little bit in their loss to Torino, Charles Decatler. It's crazy because like he's so talented, but he can't even beat. He's he start he started well, but his his confidence uh, is so for the record. Shot. If we no if we had yeah, that's exactly if we had an opportunity to guess the picks for the set for the Coppa, you know, I would have gone that Torino right that Torino game right. I literally right? said, I'm like, I'm like. This would have been Galang's score. <laughs> one, one nothing. nothing Torino. I, I just, they scored. I'm just saying, I'm like, I, I didn't have to go to any tape. I know what Galang. It was either that or 1 1 in Depends. It was that. It was one or the other. Oh, man. Not a good week for Milan. No, definitely not. They look bad. They look bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, even Pioli saying it. And I feel like Pioli never, ever fucking says, you know, anything suggesting that. Things aren't like okay or they're gonna improve. Like he was saying this week, he's like, We're gonna like he's like it's not yeah, I think he said something like it's not ours for the taking. We have to improve immediately if we want to catch up to Napoli. And I was like, I, the dialogue was a lot different last year at this time. Yeah. It was more like overall <clears throat> you, but No, I think I think Inter's definitely out of the school after race. I don't think it's even close. The the the, the dropped points. You're what? I think it's what? 10? No, we're 10 now. You're 10 now. We're 10 so now. So it's crazy how like Inter being 10 points back means they're out of it, but Juve's going to score. They're gonna Hold on. No, time out. <laughs> well, because Juve can invest. Shut up. Shut up. Juve I'm, can invest. I'm, I'm stopping this right now. I, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. This is... This this happened last year with everyone on this pod. Everyone is so in denial about how good their teams actually are. They're doing no, Inter has a great up, team, but up. we suck hold right up. now. You're doing what you did last year with the Malocchio, where it's like I'm not doing the Malocchio. Yeah, I'm gonna me. put two hundred dollars on Juve, but that's not the Malocchio. Now watch next week. If, me, if Milan have like a one nothing win, Mike's like, you know what? No, we're not going to win it. And it's going to be the same thing with Juve. And it's going to be the same Listen, thing. Juve's every odds year. right now to win the set, win Serie A is plus six hundred. I'm a hunt. I'm. I don't. I don't think we have any sponsorships with the uh, Fanduel, with Fanduel or, Draft or DraftKings. But I'm. I would be. I would make a bet. I'm. Like I'm taking that. Diver- like it would be like Socio sponsors us, not like <laughs> Fanduel. <laughs> no. Would- this episode is brought to you by Manscaped and Socios.com. No. What was the the inter sponsor that had to get pulled because they weren't paying their dues? It was, uh, it was a crypto. It was a crypto thing. Oh, it was like Digibytes or something. Digibytes. Like that. Yeah. Digibytes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Digital. No. Digi- <laughs> they're all the same because it's digital bits still yeah. On, yeah. Uh, on, on Rome. The only legit one is Binance because that's a Lotso sponsor. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll 
going. Yeah, we're not, not going to touch that topic. It's just, listen, Inter's too poor, and I really do think until there's a change of ownership, we'll never win Serie A again. That's just the way it stands. There's no... Or you bring back Conte. How could... If you're in a locker room where you know that, you know, okay, this team is going to get progressively weaker each year because we need to balance books, or like, that's, the, that's the story, right? Like, how can you focus? How, like, why would I care? And if I, if I do well enough, my goal is not to make a big fat contract at Inter, it's to be sold to a team that can afford my wages. No, I've, it's it's an absolute disaster. Milan, on the other hand, have a good project. They have a good system. They're they're young. They're up and coming. They have to work out Leao and Benacer's contracts. That's the only thing that Leao especially. I saw it today. That no, Benacer got extended. Like, yeah, Benacer okay. officially had the jersey, but he's got a fifty million dollar release clause. But there are like a lot of like. <laughs> Uh, provisions in it. I can only get triggered in the first two weeks of the transfer window. Um, did you write the contract? <laughs> I did, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was reading all of these uh, Milan fans talking about it. And apparently everyone knows everything about Milan because God Maldini would never hide anything from his faithful. <laughs> Yeah, Leao is the big one, though. Leao is probably the only irreplaceable he's, person he's, he's on that He's literally team. the reigning Serie A MVP. He is, and he, yeah. rightfully so, is the best player. He's, he's the best player in Serie A. It's up there. Pound for pound, he's the best player in Serie A. <laughs> oh, no, here comes the Dybala uh, shield. No, 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 I'm talking about Rocco. Oh, well, I, don't, I don't think anyone needs to hear my opinion on this. <laughs> yeah, Vlavic is your pick, right? Yeah. Mm. That's definitely it. Vlavic, he's good and plays. So I got a question for, for each of you. This this Not for each of you, but to collectively. This has been one of the quietest January windows I've seen. I don't know if it's like World Cup hangover or it's only more been, likely. It's only been, it's only been 12 days. days. More likely there's no fucking money you know, in Italy. <laughs> yeah. So, well, the only teams that, the only market right now is just Chelsea. Like it's the only team that's like making a market, but it's like. <laughs> I, love to watch, I love to watch that team. Because I think, I, I think you have like a lot of situations going on right now, right? It's like you have Inter, as you, as you bemoaned many a times, it's cash strapped. That's you have Juve who had this investigation going on. So I think that no market movement is probably the strategy. Let's not put any more attention to us. I think the bigger thing us. about Juve though. Is that they have the perfect squad already? <laughs> they couldn't improve it if they tried. So you have that situation. They're gonna go, they're gonna go nineteen of nineteen in the remaining. You have you have Napoli, who pretty much don't need like they're not gonna. They already spent a lot in the past two summers that they're not gonna. They already got they got that one guy on loan by putting the right back. They got right back from I think Sampdoria. I don't know. I'm not gonna try to pronounce his name. And they switched him with Zanoli. And then I think with Milan, again, it's like they're just prioritizing trying to get these contract extensions. So you have a lot of like the big teams in Serie A right now being like, look, let's just focus on what we have. Let's try to preserve what we what we think we can get and then just spend, if anything, in the summer that we can embed everybody. But like, it's not just in Italy. It's across the board. The whole market itself is just no one's trying to buy anything except England English clubs. But that's always been the thing. Rising interest rates. Yeah, and also like the impending global recession isn't a good omen either. Wait, what was your question going to be, guy? Yeah, you said you had. Yeah, no, it was just to talk about how quiet of a transfer window this has been. Like, I don't. I, I don't. Like Milan legit doesn't care about making transfers right now. I think that they're, they're going to keep trying to do these value finds. You guys need doing. a right winger, though. My God, <laughs> oh, my God. They don't need a right winger. They haven't needed one for at least three years. Dude, Milan. Honestly, 
Milan, obviously this wouldn't happen now, but should have signed Pulisic. This is a take I've had. No, that would be great. I mean, no, that would be great. He's injury prone. That would no be great. shot. Yeah, but at the Milan lab, he wouldn't be. <laughs> Very true. Would his hands go bigger? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I just I just think that, like, everyone wants to see what he can do if he starts. He'd have to start at Milan, right? Because who, who are the other options on the right? Me and Marco are the other options Milan on the really, right. Milan really should have signed Kulisevsky last season. but uh, I agree. No, I they, they should have. Or, or, one that got away. Or Zayic. Or Zayic. Zayic, I think, in Serie A would be really, really fun to watch. Hey, listen, Chelsea's not going to make Champions League next year, so there's going to be a fire sale. Did you see that draw Felix 57 minutes into his debut got a red card? I watched watched the red card. It was nice to see. That was a terrible, terrible That goes into Galano's theory about all players. I think he just thought that's how you play in England. You go studs in. Yeah, Galano has a theory, which has, for the most part, been proven correct, that all, was it, forwards from the Portuguese league? Don't do well in other leagues or something like that. Typically, unless they unless there's like a stopgap in the middle. Wouldn't be a stopgap. Like if they if they, like, Joao Felix would not fall into my example. They have to go directly from the Portuguese league to another league and see how they play. Well, it still works because he didn't do that well. He didn't do well at Atletico. So He's still, on the it fence. still works. Yeah. Have you ever watched the Napoli game? Uh, which one? Against some. Yeah, I saw it. It was pretty much. Uh, okay. It was pretty, it it was, pretty like, yeah. business-like. But, so, they had a penalty called. And like, the that wasn't minute, a penalty. Yeah. Like, no, I, that was a terrible call. I think, I think these refs are just guessing at this point. Because what happened was, <laughs> the the ball gets shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder with Anguissa. It's a naive way to look at it. And, and what? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you think they're just guessing? They went you to VAR on it. Yeah, they went to oh, VAR. So, yeah, what happened know, was, Anguissa and the center back go shoulder-to-shoulder, shoulder, Anguissa falls. That's not the foul. But because the guy, after the shoulder-to-shoulder challenge, is looking at the ball to see where it ended up to try to shield it out, inadvertently and unintentionally steps on Nguisa's ankle, VAR goes back and gives a penalty for that, where it's just a buys on the ground, you're not looking, you're focused on the ball. Like It wasn't even like a stomp, it was nothing. He didn't know the thing was there, he was looking for the ball. They gave a penalty, then Napoli get the penalty blocked and they get another penalty later down the road but i'm just like that first penalty it took like five legit minutes to review this thing like it, it comes to the question i hate to sound like to every like italian when a decision just go their way but it's like what the hell are these refs doing like don't, uh, a bad call. don't they have a manual really don't they have like a time after a challenge uh, at, like, i think like and i was i was watching the game with mike and texting obviously in our group and I, th- I don't think anyone thought that was a penalty and i even think that the commentators on the broadcast were like like their initial reaction was like no no penalty yeah and yeah when it was like oh it was on the second foul that occurred i don't know Ball don't lie, i thought it was I, the most pedestrian game from kravachalia yet um, so I don't, I don't know. Inter put him in his pocket in their pocket. No, too. no. Inter didn't put him in his pocket. They mm-hmm. mugged him. That was, they were. It was. Yo, Inter fans keep talking about this, and it's like, yeah. I mean, like <laughs> if the refs not calling things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, then anyone's a good. I'll tell. Player. I'll tell you how I know they're mugging him. I'll tell you exactly how I know because I've done this in our men's league. Cravicelia would get the ball and he puts back to the guy. Right. Screen yard. I'm not about to just sit here and listen to you blaspheme. Against my future captain that's not going to be playing for my team Your anymore. Your current captain. My current captain is not going to be playing, yeah. for, my captain, be playing no, for my team anymore. But he would do a tackle 
And then after the ball's gone, he'll just keep his foot there an extra two seconds and make sure when Kravicelli is running, he runs into the studs. Sounds legit. It sounds like a great, it's great the shithousery, for lack of better terms. Speaking of shithousery, sorry, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even bring this up, but I want to, I'm going to bring this up now. Talk about optics. Juve goes on this whole marketing campaign about we're innocent, right? This is all bullshit, board directors. And they trot out the one and only Moji to, to, to relay the message? How on earth is that a good, this, this smart is so logic? funny, dude. That's what I said the other day, too, when it was happening. I was like, Yuva's like, oh, we're innocent. And Moji's like using this as an opportunity. Like, oh, yeah, and we're still innocent. <laughs> bring this up while, while we're in the spotlight again. Didn't they have fucking Agnelli on the pitch the other day, too? Yeah, they invited yeah, Agnelli and Nedved back. He gave out, like, the Player of the Month award or something. No, it was the manager of the month because they went to our legacy first. Listen, they're long. above the law. It doesn't matter. I saw Suarez. They are the law. <laughs> I saw Suarez. The Suarez thing is still going on too. I think the 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 case is actually taking place oh, now yeah. for the Suarez thing. That is. When they tried to take over the immigration system. <laughs> yeah, he what's it called? He he cheated on a test, right? I, no, he got the he didn't cheat. He got the answers from none other than Juve themselves. Probably Donald J himself. Oh God! <laughs> oh Italy, never change. Uh, never change. Not Italy. Not Italy. <laughs> Juventus. It's Juventus, man. So, but they're innocent. They're innocent. There's, there's no way. So, video footage of. <laughs> there's no evidence linking them. So I have an interesting question for video everyone. footage of Andrea Agnelli taking the test for Luis Suarez. So, interesting question. Osimhen reached ten plus goals now on the season. Okay. I'm gonna go around the panel. Do you guys think what do you guys think his over under should be for a goal mark for him to for it to be a successful season for him? Twenty. Seventeen and a half. Okay. Yeah, eighteen was the first number that came to me, so Okay. I'll go eight. Yeah. Eighteen, I think that'd be good. Now now if he meets if he meets those goal marks, does he get bought in the summer? I'm just trying to think of who would buy him. And he's not He's on the he's on the radar of a lot of prem teams. A lot of prem teams want. Chelsea only wants five foot eight, one hundred pound players. Uh, oof, I don't know. Does he get bought? Do I th- you do you think he's like the finished product right now, or do you think like I think I think he's close. I think he's what a lot of teams offensively are looking for, like a guy who really doesn't give a shit about energy. He gives all out every single time, and actually can finish it like a monster. It's got to be twenty goals. You want to know why? Why? Lautaro Martinez had 21 goals last year in and, Serie A. And he didn't get bought. Lautaro Martinez. Why would you guys sell him for some fucking I cash? Love, I would love to. If what's his name is truly the best striker in Serie A, which people are pronouncing that he is, Osimhen, yeah. he needs to score over 20 goals. Yeah. That's the way I see it. I, yeah, that's that's fair, honestly. Like, I'm, I guess it's because he's in my head. I'm like, he's still kind of young, but like, yeah, if people think he's the best, I think he he has like a legitimate claim to say that he's the best striker in Italy. So, who's ahead of him on the? I think I think he's number one right now in Capo No, I, I think, think, think he so. is. I think he's the first one that reached ten goals. How is it? Yeah, Osimhen is number one right now with ten goals. You know who's second? Vlaovic. No, has to be. He's so good. <laughs> the guy you just said. Lautaro? He's 10. Get the fuck out of here. He's got eight. <laughs> and then Arnautovic, ex-Inter guy, also has eight. 
Arnautovic is incredible. He's a raging racist, but he's a, he's, a, he's a good player. Imagine him during that yeah, well. if, if he was in that Switzerland Serbia game. The um, no, I think Elsieman is going to go next year. I don't think he stays. I think he goes to England, and I'm afraid of where he goes. But they have the perfect backup already. They have Diego Simeone, who's I think a great striker. Not oh, Diego. I, I always do this. <laughs> What's his name? I think if they if they get an offer. Over a hundred million, yeah. I think that there's no. I think that I think that's his market because like, if in this world that we live in now, as you guys say, that Lotaro is worth seventy to eighty million, Austin has to be worth at least twenty more than that. <laughs> like at least Lotaro's a World Cup winner. Also, Icardi went for seventy five. Let's not forget that. I'll take him back. No, you uh, wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You Mike, how much would you sell layout for right now? <laughs> Mike, because I was trying to eighty five. Eighty five. I, un, anything under that can seem low. I think for me, I think he might be a hundred million player. I was gonna say for me, he's I gotta think he's be like he's like a hundred. Like in this market, I think he's like a hundred million euro player. But I think that British teams like I've never heard of Rafael Leao. Who is that? If a British Dude, team, I've never heard of any of these dudes. Arsenal, didn't they just buy someone who cost 100 million euros? Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, no, they're, they're ironing it out. <laughs> it's 70 million. Don't put bonuses. that blasphemy in the air. Stupid the, Shakhtar striker for the only, 75 million. Listen, Get the this, hell out of here. This market layout has to be a 120, a 130 plus. I would love Osman Arsenal, honestly. That yeah. would be a purchase I would support. Osman, I think he's going to go for over 100 next summer. I think, I think Man U is going to be in the market for a striker. That's, that's the thing that they've been clamoring for. And I think Osman to target. They've Lautaro has been rumored to go to the Prem for a while now. Please, like, I just hope this doesn't become a thing where people are just poaching the good talent from Serie and we're kind of left just, you know, in wasteland almost. No, sorry to make this a little grim, but that's sadly the reality. It's just all up to to Juve to to bring in big name players. Also, you mentioned Zola is the second is actually the second highest. They're all tied. It's Lautaro and Zola and Arnautovic all have yeah. eight. But Osman so has ten. Have, have it in fewer minutes or something. Do we want to say anything so about... Osman has it in four fewer games. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to say anything about the passing of Viali? That was oh, sad. Man. That was sad. I feel like you know more about him than uh, I do. Not even really. I just, yeah. you know, I know he was part of... Uh, what is it? Gimelli di Gol? Yeah. Right? I think he was... Him and Mancini? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I... It's just the only the, the bright light and all is that he got to see the Euro, the Euro win, which I think he was a part of the Euro. He was win. part of the Euro win. I know, but got choked up at there in the moment of silence, and I know a lot of the other Italian players did as well. Yeah, which was well. Apparently, it was his dream that once he was done with the Azzurri, he was going to go be the president of Sampdoria. <laughs> that that was what he wanted to do. You can't ask the Sicilian though. He's Sicilian. Ferrero. Yeah. Wait. What are you talking about? Ferrero, the current owner of Sampdoria. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying Viali was... No, 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 no. That, dude's, that dude's out, right? Yeah. Oh, they, that's right. They sold. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, I take that back. Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, Viali, a legend of the game, a legend of Calcio. All right, Pete. Brought Sampdoria their only Serie A with Mancini. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Chelsea much. player. People forget about him. He was the first, like, big the Chelsea last. player. At the last fun fact about the him. the last J Champions League captain. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say. So, oh, boy. so there was an interview Gab Marcotti did with him. And he's like, do you want to see another... Do you want to see Juve win the Champions League? He's, no. like, he's like, yeah. Oh. And they were like, why? 
He goes, because I don't want to be the last captain to lift that trophy. It's been happening since 1996. You're telling me Juve haven't won a Champions League mm. since then? He said that, that was his least favorite destination out of all of them. Because right. Gab Marcotti asked him about, if you were to get your clubs tattooed, what order would you get them tattooed in? He had the, the Azzurri first. He had Samp second. Chelsea third. And I think Juve was at the bottom. Which crest would he use for the Juve one, though? The J or the, or, or uh, the only one crest. Crest <laughs> I think he would just do a red, uh, red, a white and black line. Yeah, you know? that's funny. Um, I'm happy Julio's not on crest. right now because I don't. I wouldn't want to hear him. I can tell you what he said. What a loser! Yeah, you know, you that's know, what he would say. Yeah, he what would've... a loser! Yeah. Grinta, grinta, grinta. Um. Viali's not from Florence, right? Because if he were, then Julia would not appreciate this. I, I, I would like. Would you say, Mike? He's from Cremona. Uh, yeah, man, we lost. We lost a good one. Lost a good one. Lost a good one. Yeah. Sad, obviously, like before my time, but he seemed like such a good dude. And like, if anyone's ever watched the uh, Azzurri Road to Wembley, Wembley, so that's good. Really, like, kind of the most exposure that I had to him, but mm-hmm. seemed like just such a stand-up dude. Yeah, he was he was the calming factor of the of the team. <laughs> no, it's a true. He yeah. like when you when you see him, there's actually a really cool moment when they do the when they did the documentary. I think it's on Netflix of Italy winning the Euro. They showed the penalty shootout. Yeah, he's like looking the other way. He's looking the other way, but the first person Mancini goes to hug is, is Viali. Yeah, yeah. So, but oh man. So what do we what do we got picks now? Do we have, do you guys want to talk about anything else? We could go move to picks. I think we can move to picks. All right. Let's do some picks. Wait, All did right. you want to recap our terrible world? That's picks? oh. Speak God. for yourself, guys. I'm working. Speak on for that yourself. Right I now. dominated. All right. I'm not gonna go detail by detail. Other than Uruguay, I fucking dominated. But I'm gonna go bottom up. Okay. Julio with zero because <laughs> he didn't. He was on the pod when we did the picks. <laughs> that out. Second to last was Rocco with six points. Okay. Woo! I understand this. I had one of the finalists right. Yeah, yeah, but I so had, like, so Uruguay versus Japan in the final. Yeah, <laughs> if you no, so if you remember, <laughs> here's here's how it worked. Every correct like winner of each matchup, you got a point. If you match the score of the matchup, you got three points. If you picked uh-huh. the matchups correctly, that was an additional point. So that's how everything added up. So what? Where did he get his points from? I can tell you. Give me one second. He got his points from. Oh, I'm actually right on Rocco's sheet. So he got it. He got it from Argentina beating Australia. Nice. Brazil beating the Group H runner-up. Okay. Uh, that's it for that bracket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! He had, America, he had America going to the quarters. <laughs> No, no, sorry, the semis. The semis. Patriotism at that point. He got. He should get a point for patriotism. He got England and Senegal, correct. Okay. France and Poland, correct. And then France, correct, because he had Spain and Serbia, and just no. <laughs> so okay. those are, and he got France being in the final, correct. Okay. That's what he got. So six points. Okay. That's what I got to tell you. All right. Mike? No, I'm next. Oh, that's right. I'm you going sucked. bottom up. I forgot. Um, I'm still top of the board. Yeah, yeah. All right. I got Argentina winning the Australia game, or Argentina being the winner of the Netherlands-USA game, 
And I got Brazil advancing to the quarters. That was it on that side. I got England beating Senegal, France beating Poland, and then France beating England. And that's it because I stupidly had... Oh, and I had a point from Portugal. So... Okay. So that's Did Argentina play in the semis again? Croatia. Thank you. I literally did this right before the pot, so I know all the <laughs> matchups. Uh, Mike got nine points. So we're all like, you know, neck and neck a little bit. Mike came out on top with the idiots. Um, he got the Argentina result right against Australia and the winner of the Netherlands-USA game. He got... Croatia advancing over Japan, correct. He got the Brazil versus Croatia matchup, correct. And he got Brazil advancing over the Group H winner, correct. So he basically got that perfect. And then he got Argentina, yeah, again, going to the semis, correct. But he had Brazil in the final. So he, that's it with that side. He got England beating Senegal. He got the England-France matchup, correct. He got England playing France, correct. And then he got France winning, correct. And then that was it from that side. And he got France being a finalist. Okay. So I actually miscounted. Sorry, he got 10 points. Okay. 10 points. I forgot to add one. He's trying to cheat me out of these points. No, I just saw it. I'm sorry. Hey, I apologize when I make mistakes. I'm human, although I make very So who had the best during the World Cup? So Galano did the best during the World Hell Cup. Hell yeah. Because he got 15 points because he got two scores <laughs> miraculously correct. <laughs> so... Because we're all idiots, we all had USA being the Dutch. Don't know why we did that. <laughs> so we got that result wrong, and we got the matchup wrong. But Galano picked Argentina being Australia 2-1, which is three points. So And with that, because Argentina then went to the semis, he got a point for that. He got Croatia being Japan, which was a point. But he simply had Uruguay beating Brazil. <laughs> But, but he still had Croatia going through anyway, so he got a point from that. And there he got go. the Croatia-Argentina matchup correct. And he got Argentina going to the final correct. So he, Hell yeah. he was the one Hell Argentina. yeah, baby. This is where it gets ugly. <laughs> he got and England versus Senegal correct. He got, better Ronaldo. he got England versus France, the matchup correct. He got France beating Poland correct. He got <clears> France <throat> beating England correct. And it was a perfect scoreline, so he got three points. And then that bottom right of the bracket, he got Spain being Portugal, so he got a point for Portugal. And he got Portugal being Spain, and obviously that didn't happen. And he had Portugal in the final. Yeah. So. You know, I had Portugal winning it. Yeah, Portugal winning it. Like me. Hey, at least we're loyal. All right. Recap of the... We did a round of predictions for these past Serie A midweek games. Oh, no, last week games. Last midweek games. So, Galano... Got a total of two points. That's sick. I didn't get my, my predictions in time. So yes. I matched, since I'm a first-time offender, I matched the lowest score. So I get Galano's two points. Okay. Mike gets three points because he got the Roma game completely correct. Obviously, because look at him. Yeah. Julio got five points because he got the Fiore game completely correct. <laughs> Shockingly. And he got Inter beating... Um, <clears throat> Napoli and he got Roma beating Bologna and Rocco got four points by again getting the the Fiore scoreline completely right and getting the Roma game correct so I know you're all asking the question what does that mean for the table you know and we added all the World Cup stuff so in last place <laughs> no surprise Julio with 22 points <laughs> in fifth Run. 
Rocco with Oof. 24 points. Oof. JJ, JJ, JJ. And third. Incomple. J connection at the bottom. Sorry. Now with the updated score, tied for second. Galano and Mike with thir- with 27 points. Milan connection, oh, baby. Shit. Let's do it. And, <laughs> and winter champion, yeah. Marco with 34 points. Let's go. Oh, wow. That's a big lead. Yeah, but it's, it's fragile. Seven points. It's seven fragile. points. We could get him. Yeah, you guys can get him. It's a mental house of cards, Mike. It's not one. You could get literally I'm one complete, weekend. I'm completely out of it, I think, right? I'm 100% out of the race at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're 10 points. 10 points. Well, that's because, I mean, yeah, if you guys going to win 57 points over the next 19 games, anything can happen. Very true. Very true. Very true. <laughs> So, so it's gonna earn me some money, baby. I'm putting so, I'm putting two hundred on oh him tonight. That is that's the ultimate curse. <laughs> that's what I'm to get relegated. Either way, I win. All right, so I gotta do. So I have two games, but I'm gonna leave the third and possibly fourth games up to you guys. I have Napoli versus Juve and Fiore <laughs> versus Roma, and I'll oh. let you guys decide the next two. Uh. <laughs> okay, let's see. So tomorrow's Napoli Juve. Yep. Cremonese and Monza's got it's got uh Pots of vibes. big game energy to me. <laughs> um Udinese and Bologna Sassuolo could be a good Lazio's one. Sassuolo a pretty good game. And Sassuolo Lazio. Sassuolo kind of sucks this year. Yeah, I never get I never understand it with them. Yeah, they're kind of ass. Yeah. <laughs> just to put it plain. Just just to, just to you know, put the filter out the window. Uh, Inter Verona, no, right? We're not gonna do that. One. I like I like Cremonese and Monza. I I second that. I do too. Okay, who's home? Is it Cremonese? Uh, That's actually a huge Cremonese. Point. Yeah, what about Udinese and Bologna? I was thinking that's that too. Like that too. A pretty big one. Either that, closer. either that or Torino Spezia. But I think I'm leaning Udinese Bologna. No, Udinese Bologna. Udinese Bologna. The host rules. Okay. Who's home? So in that one, it's they're in Udinese's home. Yep, it's Cremonese's home and Udinese's home. Okay, Udinese. Okay. Alrighty. <coughs> I have my random generator already ready to go. Because I should we take the All right. Should we take Texas or Julio, please? He'll have until noon tomorrow to give me picks. <laughs> no. No. All right, eleven AM. I gotta give him some time. Uh, it's not fair. Uh, fine. No, to the end of the night. Yeah, he's got to the end. He's got until midnight. Okay. That's, all right. Yeah, screw that. Okay, guy. I think he's at the gym, that dickwad. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell lifts? Yeah, dude. Just... If he doesn't get back, then it's his problem. I need to put some separation between me and Julio. Zero. All right. First pick. Fuck. Why did he do that? Are you okay? Yeah, I know. What? Wait, 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 <laughs> I was just thinking, <laughs> whoever finishes higher between Julio and Rocco gets to rock the old Juve crest, while the loser has to wear the J. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Marco, what's Mike up with goes game? first for fuck's sake. <clears throat> Which game? Napoli Juve. Holy God, Mike, let's do it. Hundred percent. Who are we going? This is clear before right now, Marco. <laughs> All right, uh, Napoli Juve. Yeah. Do we want to go just across the board with Two picks? Nil, Napoli. No, one game at a time. One game at a time. Okay. Two nil, Napoli. All right, next. I'm up. One nothing, Juve. Yo, Cortomuso. Ninety fifth minute penalty. 
that gets retaken after <laughs> Vlaovic missed. Galano, you're up. 1-1. One, one. All right, Rocco, you're up. 2-1 uh, Napoli. This is a coming-of-age moment for Napoli. Uh, yeah, that's why, I, that's why I'm bearish on it. All right, Rocco, Fiore Roma. In Florence. How much? 2-0? Don't care. Yeah. I'm up next. It's going to be their most goal scored all season. <laughs> I'm going to go 3-2 Roma. You don't know Roma. <laughs> Dybala is going to score a hat-trick? No, I just know Pazza Fiore. <laughs> Galano, you're next. I'm triggered. You said Pazza. Um... Give me. They're at, they're in Florence. They're in Florence. Three one Fiorentina. Oh wow. My heart says two one Roma, but my head says one one draw. What are you going with? I'm going with my head. Lame. Galano Cremonese versus Monza. Where are they playing? They're in Cremonese. They're in Cremonese. Monza, baby. Cremona. Score? <laughs> Give me Monza. 7-6. <laughs> With eight men on the field. Cremonese is a tough fucking team. Um, one nothing. It's going to be ugly as shit. Monza? Yeah. Rocco, you're up. one nothing. Cremonese. It's going to be beautiful as shit. Nice. See what you did there. Thank you. Who's not fucking on the pod? Because <laughs> it's like preset. Mike, you're up. 2-0, Monza. 3-2, Cremonese. Wow. I don't think Cremonese has scored three goals all season. <laughs> you watch, man. You watch. Mike, Udinese versus Bologna. It's an Uzi, right? Mm-hmm. 3-1 Udinese. That seems high, but... <clears throat> I'm up next. I'm going to do 2-1. Udinese. Galano. Give me one nothing Bologna. That leaves you, Rocco. I'm gonna do the same. One nil Bologna. Okay. All righty, boys. Good luck. I'm sorry. Fuck all of you with your predictions. I want to win. I want the crown. But, you know, I won the World Cup. It's nice, solid hour. Mike, Rocco, Galano. Always a pleasure, even though we had some little toxic vibes. Um, until next time, RIP Viali. And ciao.